you have set a course out of a nebula and into the captain's quadrant, where I, Captain Joe Dove, was right. <laughs> we'll get right into that. Uh, we are so glad to have everyone here. Oh, he's high-fiving me again. Hey, buddy. I'm telling you you're number one, that's all. Number one for being <laughs> I'm, right. I'm number one, because I was right. I am joined by the illustrious VHSJs, the glamorous Nita Flores, uh, captain of the USS Caliente. Did I do that right? Yes, perfectly. All right. All right. This is, I say habla espanol. Uh, and experiencing uh, kitten zombies. Please stand by. Zoomies. Jason. Don't you know what zoomies, don't you know what zoomies are? I don't know. Zoomies, not zombies. Whenever an animal runs back and mm -hmm. forth for no reason, crashing into things. I have a new kitten that was that crash was just her, and she's having zoomies right now because she knows that I'm podcasting. Yeah, wow. yeah you can hear that. Thank you. Her comic yes. timing's quite good too. Yeah. Yes. It is. Yes. <laughs> All right. So let's hop into Picard season three, episode number four. With the synopsis time, is yeah. that what you're alluding to, Joe? Sorry, synopsis. I didn't say synopsis. I thought I didn't. Uh, Picard and Riker and crew must confront the sins of their past as the Titan drifts helplessly in a mysterious space anomaly. I also no, want to point out the title is grammatically incorrect, it should be no hyphen win scenario. That's, That's the English all teacher. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, when Jason finishes the show, he will get his letter to Paramount, and I'm sure they will come up with a retraction. Now, Joe, I'm going to bring up a point here. The need for you to say you were right about this. I know I'm always wrong. I'll accept uh, that, Joe. I put uh -huh. the fan theory out there. I took a swing, but here you are, gloriously gloating in your own eyes. Wait, wait, wait. Right. In his own guitar. But what do you write about? What do you write about? Are you right that I was wrong? No. No, I'm I'm right that Riker was not a changeling. It doesn't happen to be particularly. It's quite easy to be right when you never put any fan theories out there. Oh and just bang oh, on no, everyone no, else. No, 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 no. Rewatch the episode. I put that as Worf would say. I put no, 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 no. If you were I put a fan theory that there was a Q in the nebula that was going to free them out. I was wrong, too, at that point. Oh, so, but, so why is why is your subtitle, I was right, if you were wrong? I wasn't Ooh, wrong. It seems kind of, seems kind of disingenuous. Right about fight, 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 the fight, why, fight. The reason why we're going into that is because somebody below me decided to put up a TikTok. <laughs> it was right or wrong. So I just felt it necessary to ensure the integrity of this podcast. Okay. Yeah, so, so Nita is she's, she's shaking the hornet's contact. bush or something. I don't know what's going. Yeah, well, that was fun. It's all your fault. <laughs> I may be wrong, but I'm pretty. That's all I have to That's say. What That's, what That's what we, we need, need on a T-shirt in the merch store. Yeah, and, and <laughs> but I'm gonna have two versions because I'm gonna have yes, yes, <laughs> yes. We need the perfectly. All right. All right. First so take control, my friend. Let's get yes, out of this. <laughs> Thanks. 
<laughs> Why am I still laughing at this? A year and a half. And <laughs> hey, there's nothing more resetting than a good fart joke. That's right. That's right. All right. Uh, Nita, let's start off with you. I know you and I had to deal with the illustrious gale storm of 2022. Three, three. Yeah. Uh, how was your experience? Were you able to finish the whole thing in, in record time like I was? <laughs> yes. Um, it was actually fantastic. Right. Um, when I saw it the second time around, I felt like I got more out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, I thought it was a great episode overall. Um, they're really doing, uh, they're hitting it out of the park every episode. Uh, it's a really action packed and whew, it's going to be fantastic when they're sitting together. Oh, yeah. they, I, I, it, they just did a very, very good job. Um, I love, I love Shaw in this episode. He was fantastic. I'm a Shaw fan, always from from the first episode, um, and I think he's great. I thought it was right. a fantastic episode. Great, uh, Jason Roy Gaston. Are you uh, in concurring with that? Because that's why you're wearing a Niner shirt because they hit yes, it out. I, I'm I'm throwing up as much respect to the DS9 as as the oh, writers yeah. of Star Trek Picard season three are my brothers and sisters Mm -hmm. thank you so much for this i love how picard season three is a turducken in a sense inside of picard season three we have the next generation season eight and inside star trek the next generation season eight we have deep space nine (laughs) season eight and i just i just love that and you can argue we also have voyager season eight in there as well (laughs) And I'm, a sequel to Nemesis in a way. Yes, in a way, so yeah. I'm yeah. so happy. I'm so happy. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that this episode was just lovely. I think that was the word that I used this morning when I put it on there because I watch these episodes at four in the morning because I I follow a lot of a a lot of stuff shows up on TikTok and on YouTube that just spoils everything. So I watch it as early as I can. Put me into a great mood. I love how Star Trek Picard is telling this overarching story, sort of like they did in season one and two, and as Discovery does every every season. But every episode is a self-contained story with a beginning and a middle and an end. And there's a satisfaction whenever every episode is over with that you just watched its own story and this was a great one. It was an ensemble. All the characters had something to do and something to offer. There was great dialogue. I laughed out loud a couple of times. I, yes, I told you, you know, seven, seven's, uh, seven's uh, telling Captain Shaw that he was, you know, Who Richard. Was. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I really I'll enjoyed say, I'm Australian. He was a dick. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I just... I just loved it. Even even seeing that photo of Odo on that pad, mm. I was so happy. Just that, about just the that. Enterprise C model in the beginning. Yes, all of it, all of it. Just oh, this episode made me happy, and I cannot tell you how long it's been. Probably the closest I've had is is Lower Decks, but just mm. the waves of nostalgia and its constructive nostalgia because it's not just looking back saying, "Look what we did." It's looking back and yet going forward at the same time. Oh, I, shit. 
this is a show I could probably binge in one day if I had that capability. I'm kind of glad that they're only they're only dripping one episode a week because I would I would rip through it one day. I saw Picard last night. Oh my god, that's ten hours. Uh I I caught her. Oh hey, Kitty. Ah, We're not gonna have zoomies for the next few minutes because you are a prisoner. (laughs) Uh, yeah, uh-huh. my man Aww. VHS Ace, my brother from another. Let me hear your. And look, I yeah, Jay's kind of summed it up well. But for me, what I left from leaving this, this some of the most profound emotional scenes in this episode that I have not seen in Star Trek for a very long time. I'll also, I mean, that scene between um, Jack Picard having to face up against Shaw in the oh. bar room. And being made accountable. Well, in a way, Shaw has every right to feel like that and wanted his moment to stand up. And, and and how that played itself out, you know, it's just so wonderfully powerful. The fact, like Jason said, that it, it was a self-contained story. It was very nostalgic of TNG because they had a problem they had to solve and everybody had input in resolving that problem. I love the whole idea of going through a way... And, is it not a callback to Farpoint at the end of this episode? Yes. You know, they, they even how amazing. Yes. yes. With the jellyfish. That's, that's the birth of thousands of those creatures that we saw in Farpoint. Yes. So, I'm so happy no, that Gates got to say uh, to seek out new life forms because she's oh. never had the opportunity to do that before. Oh. Which is yes. like, oh. I loved it. This is, this is definitely a Dr. Crusher heavy yeah. season, and I'm all here for it because oh, she, yeah. she was yeah, she... so shortchanged in all the movies. I was just going to say that wasn't she barely in any of the movies? Like, I remember yeah, she really yeah. got not service. So, yeah, overall, um, this is, yeah, probably my favorite episode so far. Mm, and that's a, that's a big a mark to say because I really enjoyed episode one and two. And three. And three. Yeah. Oh my nah, gosh, we're almost halfway three. over nah, and Jordy hasn't even shown up yet. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> well, we'll get into that later. Um, for me, oh, the emotional dialogue given by Jonathan Frakes when he's talking to that desk, which is obviously the computer. So we know in the future that we're going to have iPad desks. So look out, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we're going to have smart desks. <laughs> And iPhone desks. It's going to be amazing. Because if you pay attention to Star Trek from the very beginning, Star Trek always sets the trend for technology. The 60s yes. show brought the cell phones. The 80s show brought the iPads and laptops. If you look at, yeah, Next Generation, he was talking on what was obviously a laptop, and it came out well before actual laptops. So I can't wait for my uh, iDesk so I can go, bloop, hey, honey, can you pick up some chicken? Microsoft came out with a Surface Desk about 2010, Joe. You're a bit behind the no times. No way, there. really. And the reason why people are not doing the tech, because if you look at your desk right now and the whole desk is a screen, how how user-friendly is it going to be to have to keep pressing the top of your desk? <laughs> yeah, you're right. Looks cool on television, but a dumb idea in reality. I guess I, I was going like, to point that out, but I'm I was trying to be polite. I just forgot how rude Jace is. No, no, no. I'm Australian. I can swear and be rude. That's yeah, yeah. he is the future. I signed people. paperwork to say I can do this. <laughs> yeah, see, I have the receipts. As the future people, they are allowed. We are yeah. 17 hours in the future. That's right. That's right. All right. Let us go to the comments. Let's say hello, hello, hello. Who have we say- got today? Yeah, we've got uh, Cosmic Space Mom is on holiday. Yay! Stuck on the holiday. Well, I, hope it's, I hope it's a very exciting program. Yeah. Uh, 
Yes. Uh, we've got Sarah. Hi, Andrews. Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Hey, Sarah. And then there's some dialogue about where they're from, and I'm not going to reveal that. Uh, yeah, Shaw redeemed himself. I agree. He justified. Yes, he was justified. For me, it was a justification for his douchey behavior in the first episode. Yeah. He was absolutely right. I, in that I, retro- absolutely. Yeah. Just, just yeah. like Captain Dove, he was absolutely right. Uh, I miss no. same stories, and I'm like, yeah, me too. I, I get it. And then Texas Jason is a cute little kitty. Yeah. Battle Cat. What a yes. name. What a great name for a kid. You know why? Because, yes, she's cute. She's but super cute. I've also heard she's her like, be quite like, vicious. Yeah. She was already like SWAT and she wants to be on the show. Take over <laughs> yeah. the she is already popular on TikTok with her Battle Cat um, <laughs> TikToks of the day and yes. wisdom. She's awesome. Yeah, that's fun. I like today. Yeah, Sarah's yeah, comment here. My partner was saying that two episodic versus one con- continuous story. Yeah, she they prefer like my mother said, uh, they prefer the um, episodic where it's just self-contained. I do. Uh, no, I like a mixture of both. I think this show's got that balance. Yeah, really got yes, that balance. It, it right. does. There's one so, big overarch, but they're, each episode is self-contained, which is yeah, like Jace yeah. was saying before. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely agreed. All right, let us go forward mm. into. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. I prefer just to have it come out. <laughs> I love that. Sometimes yeah. it may be good. There's a lot and that was maybe good, maybe good. And there was a little bit of shit, but uh, <laughs> we'll do that. Um, we're going to start off with Jace. We'll go backwards this time. Well, I really yeah. don't have that much criticism. Like the criticisms yeah. I had about characters before. I just mentioned it was kind of redeemed. So for me, I it's not a perfect episode, but it felt – oh, look, maybe I could say, hey, I wish I'd seen Worf in this episode because we got nothing yes, of him. Yes, that, that's my con. Um, but that's probably the only con. But what we did get delivered was a very great hour of tele- – it was an excellent hour of a television, actually. Um, mm. I was a bit jarred in the beginning when I'm trying because my head's like, he's a changing, he's a changeling. And they immediately at the start of this episode negate that theory completely. Yeah, they that was like, heartbreaking. I was heartbroken. Yeah. No, I was no, like, I was cool. Oh, no. Whatever. I clapped. And my wife yeah. was like, <laughs> No, but besides that, we get delivered some, you know, I mean, because at the end of the day, I love the concept they've lost all hope. It's a right. really interesting point to start this episode off, which carries on really for the first 20 minutes, well, almost half of the episode. Yeah. But I love it because it, it the whole reasoning for that is now people show their true selves in moments yes. where you've got four hours left. And we get some unbelievable scenes based upon that, far as I'm concerned, you know. Yeah. Um all framed around Picard's flashback to five years prior when those cadets are talking to him. And I thought that paid off really well as well. Shaw was excellent. Mate, Jonathan Franks, who who mentioned how good he was before? Uh, that because, was yeah, man, like, holy moly, what a performance this guy's given in this season. Uh, Picard, you know what's really interesting I found in this episode? I found myself thinking, hey, you know, yeah, he's getting old. He's becoming more wrong. His yes. wits are not with him anymore. In a way, the show's saying this is a reality of age. This is reality for all. You are not the peak captain that you were on the D anymore, on the E. Yeah. You're a man who's gone for a lot 
And it's now older, so maybe you're not, you know, switched on. But MVP for me with this one was uh, Beverly Crusher. Mm-hmm. She felt the most Dr. Beverly Crusher from TNG for me in this episode. It, I felt like, you know, I hadn't seen my mum in a while, and here she was. <laughs> I felt safe. It was great. Oh, that's so true. So that's it for me anyway. All right. Uh, Nita. You know, there was a lot of great moments and very few not so great moments in this episode. Um, I think that uh, for me was that moment with, um, and again, I'm just taking a moment because they're so good. Every scene is so good. Uh, it's a conversation that Riker is having with Seven. And he's giving her that authority to kid. look into it Ranger style. Yeah, I love that. I, that that awesome. is what I got from that. Do it Ranger style. And she goes out there with her head up high. People are looking at her and wondering. Well, I mean, how many times can anyone in Starfleet experience their first officer being sent to their room and relieved of duty? That is a rare moment. That is something a captain just doesn't do. Yeah. That easily, that, so it's it's tough, right? And I yeah. love how she just holds her head up high and she does the job, and she does it with style. Um, you know, I I can't say that I I the only thing that disappoints me continuously um, with Picard's behavior is, and and I say continuously, not continuously here in um uh uh. Picard, um, such a Picard, but overall, is that his lack of ability to just talk to the people that Locutus hurt. Um, you know, when he was transformed into a board, they left his face very clear. You could see it was him. You know, it was noticeable. That was intentional. The board did that intentionally because whenever Anyone looks at him who was there at that Wharf 359 fight, that is who they're going to see. They're going to see Locutus. And we see that he just lets people talk and he doesn't address it. And that annoys me to the core. I wish well, that he would know he would address it. I don't know what he would say. I'm not saying justify it because there is no, I mean, he was taken over. He had no control, but there's no real conversation happening. And I wish there would be a conversation. Nita, I'd just like just to say thoughts. with that, I felt that mm -hmm. was wonderful, his reaction, because it was showing, to me, it was similarities of like um, people from World War II. And oh. well, no, no, if you think about Nazis who escaped the war and then were exposed, um, that's <clears throat> kind of similar how they would behave. They just accept it and they walk away. Mm. They've accepted they've done horrific war crimes. And what Picard did need it, you're right, it's a war crime yeah. beyond. So he has to accept. And I don't know what else Picard's to do in that. He deserves every comment like that because he Yeah, did. he does. He was unwilling. Actually, you know what? I'm going to retract that because did he ever choose that choice? He didn't choose it. it he was didn't choose that was it, brought did brought on him. No. Exactly. Yeah, but so he's, I thought he's handling it with dignity. Uh, this, Sorry, Nita. This also oh, it's okay. Yeah, this also reminded me of when Picard first met Cisco. It's like, 
Oh, this is not our first time meeting. Oh, definitely an echo of that saying. Oh, definitely. absolutely. You could, I could see that that relationship just reoccurring. Um, and I have to say though, Picard did handle it this time much better because as opposed to just <clears throat> turning around and continuing talking about Bajorans, he yeah, let yeah. it happen. And when yeah. his son was about to defend him, he said it's okay. And and and, and I get what what Jace is saying, and I can see that. I guess just. I wish there was more of a conversation going on. Um, I think that they, they, the Federation expected everyone to just accept Picard back without having those conflicts. And I think that it put him in a position to face a lot of grieving people. Um, and, but and how do you handle someone yeah. like Shaw in that environment, though? Shaw was aggressive. He had a lot of emotion to get out in that Ooh, scene. Yeah. So high as a kite on meds. So, <laughs> reasoning with that man at that time, there was no way that could have happened anyway, I don't think. So, favorites, yeah, great saver. Yeah, Jason. Oh, can, I, can I speak now? <laughs> am, I, am I permitted? I'm just um, I'm sorry. That's okay. That's okay. I still tolerate you all. Uh, I, I got the impression from this episode that it was a lot of people dealing with trauma. So I'm going to I'm going to build off of what the both of you said. I think that Shaw is dealing with trauma. I think that Jack is dealing with trauma. Beverly's dealing with trauma. Riker is dealing with trauma. The nebula Picard, is dealing with trauma. Picard has been dealing with trauma for, you know, 25, 30 years after what was done with him. Everybody on this ship right now is broken in one way or another. Seven is dealing with trauma because she's she's aimless right now. She doesn't know she doesn't know where she's going. Uh, I'm going to say again, one of my pros is the acting right now. Yeah. I have never I Thank never you, knew. Franks. I never knew Jonathan Frakes was this talented. This writing is, it, it has opened my eyes to just how much of a talent this man is. I'm not ranting. <laughs> she, she wants you to continue. Yet? She lo she lo <laughs> uh, Cosmic yeah, mom loves the rant. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I will make a rant just for you. Oh. <laughs> Uh, see now, now I'm just kind of completely throwing him off. All right, so um, anyway, uh, Jonathan Frakes was incredible in this in this episode. I, I've forgotten the name of the actor, but the the man who plays Shaw, that's one of the best uh, monologues we've ever gotten in Star Trek history. Yeah, I mean that's that's up there with um, the the monologue from Jaws, the USS Indianapolis monologue. Oh, and yes, that's what I was thinking the entire time. Like, wow, this is so good. Um. Oh, dude. So yeah, this episode is just littered, littered with with <clears throat> pros. If I had to choose a con, and I feel really bad for saying this because I really like Ed Spilliers. He's he's playing the part of Jack Crusher, not okay. at all like I expected. Who's Ed Spilliers? <laughs> I, I well, Jack. <laughs> no, I appreciate that. I um, I was expecting him to play him as the the bitter, you know, you never dear for me, Dad. You know that kind of thing. And he's and he's not. He's playing Jack as a very, I don't want to say mature, but he's kind of like a roguish person who's off doing his own thing. But at the same time, he's not just this bitter little ball of nonsense. And we, I feel like we skipped over that. And although the, there was that very nice scene that plugged those seemingly random flashbacks into the main story in one very brilliant way 
I just feel like Jack does not have any ill will towards Picard. I think that he believes Picard never wanted him. And it's it's something that has cost them years. And so, again, there's that trauma. Right, uh, I'm going to go back to Riker for just a second because uh, I was watching something on YouTube and I, I actually think it was our, our buddy Sean Farrick who said this. But uh, they said that why have Riker and Troy broken up now after they were so happy, happy in Nepenthe? <laughs> Yeah. Well, if you really think about it, that whole situation in season one of Picard opened some old wounds because Riker found out that his son was curable. Yes. So, yeah, now he's having this existential crisis now where he has become an ineffectual captain and an ineffectual leader. And that is, in a way, Riker has become what Picard was in season one. And I thought that that was a really clever way to mirror, you know, Riker and Picard in that way. I, I really, and I, I'm jumping around because I was talking about Ed Spleers. I'll come back to that here in a second. Um, yeah, I'm going to come back to it now because I need to wrap up because I'm just going to sit here and just just you take go on and on and on and not rant. I'm actually just, <laughs> just giving thoughts. My one con, and again, I really like Ed Spleers. I like the way he's playing this role. But whenever Picard said, what are you, like 23? I was like, yeah, 23, 20 years ago. (laughs) He does not look look 23. He looks like he's in his late 30s. Yeah. And I know it's it's traditional that you cast older actors to play younger people. But quite honestly, why? I could have done that. Why? I mean, if we would have had somebody. Like Joe Pombo. Yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> yeah, because you're always right, Joe. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, so oh, your yes, constant yes, quest for validation yeah. continues, my Thank friend. You. <laughs> I mean, my cat card would have had to have fathered so. him whenever he was like 10, I guess. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> the card was 10? Well, can, sorry, guys. I don't mean to... It was during that shuttle booty call. <laughs> I just, and I do love the fact that Picard told a big story about a booty call. 20, yeah, I love that. Yeah, me too. I love that. That was hilarious. Jack telling the story to Beverly after they were married. Yeah. Like, yeah, let me oh. tell you about the time that me and John Luke went went. You know, it went we booty call hunting that, that planet. Yeah. Well, let's, oh, that's let's talk. That's a story I can tell our son one day. Well, let's talk about that booty. Like, who we mentioned? The reason why Wesley never came back? It's like she's gonna tell the story again. again. Ah. <laughs> well, let's think about Ooh. her booty. Who has clearly? We were trying to figure out early, just before the show, how old Beverly was when she had Jack. Now I don't want to get super gross uterus, here, but that's yes, yeah, super. Her <laughs> ovaries are very it's strong. Twenty fourth century. It's the twenty fourth mm. century. You know, you have you have that. The bad admirals are living to be like 120. Troy's walking around yeah. the Enterprise oh, at 147. So. Oh. Yeah. You know what? Women are going to be having babies in their 60s, 70s, maybe even their 80s by this point. Why would you do that? Why? Why would you Can do I? that? I listen, no, 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 no. As the resident exactly woman, why? No, as but, the resident woman, there's got to be a cutoff. No. Yes. I'd like to hear. hear Yes. Because in the 24th century, if you live longer, you don't feel like you're under a clock to start a family. Now, sometimes, as in Picard's case, it works against you and you the clock runs out anyway. (laughs) But 
maybe yeah. people wait until they're in their 60s to get married. You go and you have your adventures and you live your life. And then it's like, okay, I'm 60. It's time to it's time to settle down. There well, if that's the future, you can go suck it. Because <laughs> I, I would never want to get married. Like, you do this stuff when you're young for a reason. But because when you're old thing. enough to realize you made... <laughs> you shouldn't have done it. It's too late then. You've already raised your family. But here, here's the thing, though. If women in their 70s look like Gates McFadden does now... Yeah. I'm right. just saying. I'm not I'm not saying anything against her booty. Listen, no, way. no, no. Can I just can I just chime in here? She's yeah, beautiful. Yeah. She Hugging beautiful. a little something something, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. At 70 bringing in a child, ew. No. no the uterus, so. I can tell you as a woman, the uterus is screaming, give me a break. <laughs> that is why there's a cut off. Yeah, but in saying that, in saying that philosophy, then if people live a lot longer, you know, we have this problem now with kids who are maturing later. They're, they're yeah. teenagers longer than ever before. So that means we've got 30, 40 year old teenagers running around. Again, the future could go suck it if that's the case. <laughs> yes, I love Cosmic Mom. Cosmic Mom's, co listen, Cosmic Mom's comment. The best. Okay, we'll bring them up. Bring uh, we gotta so bring that one up. My pros and cons. All right, was we oh, haven't yeah. gotten to meet the host. Who's right. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's ignore your mom just so you can talk. Yeah, exactly. People, we got a little ball in the moment. But um, let me tell you, my biggest con because nobody had mentioned it was the fact that um, the Shrike and uh, Amanda Plummer's character Vatic was actually a sub boss. She's not the main baddie. She reported to some goopy thing. She cut up her own hand to talk to a goopy thing. And I was like, what? But isn't that what was understood already, though? Um, yeah, I had that feeling I, already. Yeah, yeah, I never yeah. thought. Yeah, I, I understood it to be. Big, big bad. Mm, yeah, because she Captain says that. Wrong. No, I'm not wrong. She says Change that. Change your name, Joe. Because <laughs> <laughs> the captain, Plummer says that. She says it. She says that, she, you know, she's a hired gun, and they talk about this conversation. Mm. So if she... Yeah, but I'm, I, I just feel like she could have been... I don't know. It just was weird that, that she didn't get that much screen time this episode, and... She cuts her hand off to communicate with something. I thought that was that weird. was cool. Well, how else? That was a changeling. How else are you going changeling. to remove a butt bug from a changeling? Yeah. <laughs> That's a changeling. I think my theory is she a changeling? Is she? No, she's not a changeling. But the changeling then cut her hand off and put a changeling on as a hand. We heard and you like changelings, so we put a changeling in your changeling. <laughs> yeah, right? You lost me there. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over my yeah, yeah. I just and thought she's a changeling. No, Simple I think that. she's a changeling as well. Yeah, I think she's a yeah. changeling. Yeah. But uh, what a way to communicate. Here we are worried about your T-Mobile contracts and all that. <laughs> all you got to do, man, is cut off your hand and you get your hologram in your box. <laughs> yeah. I'm and sorry. I'm sorry. I'm getting terrible signals on my hand right now. Uh, can you yeah. call back? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Mint Mobile's good. Like this. 
<laughs> my favorite thing that happened was Riker using the same trajectory with the asteroid that she used with the other ship to slam into. I thought that was that epic. was fun. I was like Riker's maneuver, the Riker maneuver, maneuver once again. Yeah. is back again. The whole idea of throwing stuff at ships seems to have happened a couple of times in this series already, <laughs> yeah. and I freaking love it. Every time I was like, "Oh, he threw the rock back!" Oh. <laughs> All right, so let us now move on to the comment section where yes. we're going to talk about my mom's uterus. And-, <laughs> 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 and Jason, you were worried that I was going to drop the f bomb, which I have. <laughs> I'm about Come on, dude. Uh, I was- I'm with Cosmic Mom. I ain't getting pregnant I'm now. Getting Absolutely, pregnant. yeah. And then she goes, uh, yeah, F yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> because um, technically, that's what she is. She's a senior yeah. citizen. If mom? Technically. Yeah. No, oh. that's your mom, Beverly. <laughs> They're both senior citizens. Sarah's, right? Sarah's comment. I thought she was part of the changeling terrorists. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> maybe. That's, that's the whole Sheesh. thing. There's a group, a sect of changeling. They factioned yeah. off. Yeah. So, Maybe yeah, I thought she was going to be a hierarchy, like a top. You top are right, Sarah. 100%. Yeah, right, Sarah. And I think she was talking to a sect link. Oh, yeah, so yeah. Like a new great link. Imagine, oh, a baddie link. And then, as far as wombs go, it's medical advances. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, if the just... card can be a synth, <laughs> yeah, we can have you a, can a, have a synth uterus. All right, oh, I, God. I, I <laughs> it's not about the medical advances, you can have a computerus. We need a t-shirt. <laughs> we need a t-shirt with that on it. All right. I'm giving Let you us... guys so much merch just from my stupid <laughs> stuff. Yeah, yeah. Today. From his life, we get all this. Yeah, right. Oh my god. All right, let's hop into speculations. Oh, future speculation. Oh, you caught me out. I wasn't ready. So What's next? I don't know. <laughs> Can I say this is a dumb segment for the show? I'm the producer. I've come up with it. But it's a dumb choice because I'm going to say this. This show is doing such an excellent job of not only hitting the nostalgia and giving us familiar beats. i got no idea where this show is going. And every every third, the three times I've tried, I couldn't have been more wrong. I was right. That's the name. <laughs> Enough with your being right. Technically, you know who our next guest going to be on the show, Joe. Jason was uh, right. You know who the next guest going to be on the show, Joe? Doctor Phil, because <laughs> he needs to have a chat to you, dude. Yeah, Why do you always feel like you got to be right whenever you ever put out a fan theory of your own that is correct? No, I put out fan you theory. See, I can, correct. I can put a cat in a sack, but I can call it. I can call it a booty call. You know what I mean? <laughs> Now, what's this about butt bugs I keep hearing about? <laughs> so, we'll start with Jason, even though we uh, you don't really like No, man, we're sticking with Dr. Phil. <laughs> we're sticking with Dr. Phil. <laughs> oh, man. What do you mean she just cut off her arm and made a call with it? I tried that once and I didn't find nothing. It just it hurt really bad. I just wish Jason had a giant video screen behind him where he could get up and point out things on it. Yeah, that would be kind what of is he the, What is he, a podcast <laughs> weatherman? 
It's raining mud bugs. I'm not even going to attempt to to go on about <laughs> what the future because I don't I don't know where it's going right now. Well, I I, I can tell you what I hope is going to happen. But clearly, my judgment is completely off, and I thank Star Trek writers for that. I think, I think there's another changeling on the Titan. I don't. I think that it's more than one. Um, I, I I know that the one that we saw in today's episode, it was the same one got killed. I don't know. I don't know that they would just send one. On that particular, I think there was yeah. I, I think, think they, I think they planted them all across Starfleet, like they did. In the I past. think so. Had, yeah. Wasn't one of the bad morals a changeling in Deep Space Nine, Jace? Any of the Jaces? Uh, no, not the bad morals. So. No. Even if I said there was, I'd probably be wrong. <laughs> yeah, I'm no a little point. afraid to say anything right now because I feel like I'm being judged. <laughs> Uh, right, if you here. want 70 year old uteruses to give birth, I'm judging you. Oh, you are right, Nita. It makes logical. Do you think a makes... uterus needs like like Wi Fi or anything like that? <laughs> <laughs> or do they do they emit Wi Fi? Oh, that's it, baby. You'll get 7G in there. Absolutely. It gives new meaning to the word hot spot. Uh, what? There you go. <laughs> the puns. The puns. Do you have a uh, Texas Jason? Do you have? Well, my. I think the 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 asset is the key here. Why is Jack so important? Yes. Yeah. What do the changelings want with Jack? What does Jack not know? Because his little his his funky little visions he keeps having. Yeah. What's up with that? Well, what's that coming? about? I don't know. I have. He needs Doctor Phil. Yeah, I have. I have a couple of theories. I think with all of the callbacks to Locutus of Borg, when Jack was made, (laughs) we know that Picard had Borg nanites in his system. No, little nano swimmers. Yes. Mm. You know, they're just no. swimming through there going, we are the bug, we are the bug. <laughs> so I that think, would explain so much. So I don't know. I think maybe there might be something to that because it's just something about the way that the black junk just like builds around there that just mm-hmm. makes me think of like the Borg nanoprobes. My other theory of why they would be after Jack, maybe it's unrelated, maybe it is, but we know in Deep Space Nine that the Federation illicitly created a bioweapon against the changelings correct yes what if beverly was on the team that made it Mm. again i have no basis for that i have no evidence and i will not be taking questions from the press at this time (laughs) um and of course i'm going to go back to something i said last week because i really think that i'm on to something here if you are a if you are a breakaway sect of changelings who want to get rid who want to get even with the federation but you don't have the means to do it what are you going to look for you're going to look for an army they're good at cloning soldiers. They had the Jim Hadar. Mm. Yeah. And they know that right oh. now, at, or at least at the time, they knew at the Daystrom Institute was the work of Dr. Uh, Soong, who created a device that could put, uh, that could make um, golems. Uh, golems. Yeah. yeah. Bio golems. My theory is that that's what they stole. 
because I agree want, with that theory. They want because make, if you yeah if yeah, if you watch if you watch when the Shrike um when when they when she um gives orders and you see the inside and and she and and they're like being there's a piece that goes flying I, because i had to watch it on my phone because of my internet issues oh, i yeah, caused it to see what it said and it said daystrom institute Ooh. and i think it says soon on it but i couldn't make out it said exactly daystrom institute uh something robotics is what it said. yes it yes no, but, okay. So maybe that's what I think they're after is I think they're after the Gollum cloning technology. Mm -hmm. And that is to build their own army because that's what they want. They want to get even with the Federation. And for something that is more powerful than that, something so powerful that they would just jettison the portal weapon. Yeah. That's that's the only thing I can think of. Now, how Jack figures into that, I have not figured it out yet. They want those nanites that are in them. It could be they want the nanites, but if that's the maybe call, Beverly the didn't have them anymore. But why not go after Seven of Nine or any of the other? No, yeah, no, but maybe Beverly, maybe Beverly hit something uterus. within Jack. The super uterus, oh, and that's be. where he's getting those visions. If um, she's done that, she ain't winning any Mother of the Year awards. <laughs> no, she's she's not. Not. Listen, <laughs> she's trying. Yeah, fuck her, I got that's, why, that's why you don't have kids in your seventies. <laughs> no. come, come here, poor Jack. Choices, poor something in your brain. Oh, no. It's not going to hurt. It's going to hurt a lot. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going to go uh, back on my theory of something to do with yesterday's Enterprise because we got. Oh, really? Oh, you were now, right oh, on that oh, one, yeah, Joe. Oh, really? Tell us more about your theory. Hey, you know yes, what? Tell it's, us more about your theory. It's called The Long Game, okay? So it might not be right in the first first couple of episodes, but I think we're getting way too many references to the Enterprise C. And I, I you guys think it's going to be so heavily too. You know what? Uh, at least I have the the attention of my crew here in the captain's quadrant. <laughs> if you have long next car wreck. Does. Next week, <laughs> guys, I propose this. If he's wrong, next week he has to write, I'm always game. wrong. <laughs> I reckon we, he gets demoted. Oh, <laughs> we demoted to <laughs> captain. Oh, I I to crewman. Pull off one of those little war dots. <laughs> go down. But no, 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 down no, to I a commander really immediately. You know what? If you get if you get to do the long game, I get to do the long game. With the butt bugs? The butt bugs are behind it. Okay. That's what I'm gonna say. Do you imagine if that's the case? We're thinking we're gonna probably hear with Joe going, I was right. Jason will literally have a street parade. You know, the school band will be playing behind him. I will have on a crown, I will be holding a scepter. Exactly. The Goodyear blimp will be floating with the words he was right on it right before the army shoots it down. Yes. 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 Um the other thing, I think it's time that we see Jordy. Uh, he's the last Hello. generation. Well, uh, also Brent, but you know. Yeah, Brent. Jordy, well, they, I think they're going to go hand in hand. He's got to show up in the next episode. Yeah. He has to. to. Oh, can I say, how cool was that little scene with his daughter um, when they catch her out as being the changeling? That was that awesome. Was pretty cool. That She's really awesome. good, actually, as an actress. She's a very mm -hmm. good actress. But if you're a daughter, you better be. Is, is, this, is this actress, is she... 
LeVar Burton's daughter? Or is yes. this uh, okay? So yes. she is actually LeVar yes. Burton's She's daughter. She's the actual okay. daughter. Yeah. Yeah. I like when she says, she I am Jordy's daughter. Uh, yeah. I think I know I'm like, engineering. Yeah, no, you don't know nothing about engineering. Go fly the oh, look, plane. Look, the moment she worked, the first as she said that first line, as as an audience knew that she was the changeling. Yeah, so the rest of that seems absolutely. about finding yeah. out how they were going to discover right. she was the changeling. Mm -hmm. And Sean knew like, yeah. he executed the plan that he said to do earlier to Seven. Yeah. was like, this is how Sean you was on them point. Out. You know, you mm -hmm. ever seen that movie Blade Runner? That's what she's basically yes. doing. Um, and, yeah, and it was great, you know. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was cool. Sorry. Um, yeah. So I'm, and I'm hoping we get to see the Enterprise C next week. Uh, I just want to see a Enterprise. Yeah. The, I have a yeah. feeling that whenever they arrive, whenever they go to meet Jordy, who's running the Fleet Museum, I'm I'm going to say it again. I think we're going to see Voyager. I think we're going to see Excelsior. I think we're going to see the Enterprise Ooh. B. We'll see the Enterprise A. We'll see the saucer section of the Enterprise. That's a hell of a big hangar to put them in. If it's like you an those... Have you seen how big Space Dog <laughs> yeah. is? Yeah. You know, guys, wait, you know what I want to see? What is war flying in? The Lost Do You think? Yeah. yeah. He he jumped he jumped and held his breath until he got to Rafi. He was just <laughs> flying through space going. <laughs> hey man, if anyone could do it, it's war. It's war. That's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. All right. No, so. I mean, I was just curious. I want to see the ship he's in. Yeah, and he's in La Serena. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, let's see. Two of the comments. Comment time. Yes. No, Joe, you're not getting a baby brother. Baby brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you don't have to buy them an iPhone case <laughs> then either. No, that's right. There we go. Oh well. Oh, Computerist. No. Computerist. <laughs> yeah. That is going to be a t-shirt, Sarah. a t-shirt. If they shove a computer into my hoo-ha, I'm suing Jason. <laughs> Please ratify that as text. I'm not Jason. responsible. <laughs> I'm not responsible for what happy. you do in your private time with your private area. Oh boy. All right, guys. Let us go into a commercial break. We'll be back. Star Trek VI The Undiscovered Country is now playing at theaters everywhere, but you can call 1-900-FUN-2-TREK and play the Star Trek Adventure Games. Complete three of the all-new games and earn your official Starfleet Commander's Patch, available only from the Star Trek Adventure line. Don't miss this Star Trek adventure of a lifetime. Call now and take command of the USS Enterprise. 1-900-FUN-2-TREK is waiting to beam you up. Takes about four minutes to play each new game. $1.45 first minute, 95 cents each additional minute. That's expensive, my God! That's it is expensive. People <laughs> actually did that back in the day. Jason's doing it now. Yes, he's ringing them right now. Is he? Uh, the it's, not, it's a dead number. That's weird. Uh, <laughs> it's a dead number. I, it's I a dead number. Yeah. I thought of it just now. I guess it was the sound effects in that commercial. But did anyone notice when Riker cut life support on the Titan, the alarm that went off? Was the Nostromo's alarm from Alien? Yeah, really? Yeah, yes, I thought I recognized that. I couldn't yes, pinpoint it. Like, <laughs> wow, yeah, it was, yeah, was it was so the cool. Nostromo's alarm, and I was just that was such a fun little little Easter egg in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do are we? Doing I love that commercial, it was so yeah. great. Those 900 I, numbers, I never called one. No, I always no, wanted no. to. That. that was before we had the internet and we knew yeah. what fun was. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. 
Jace, do we have a uh, VHS? Of course we do. It's All right. my so time to shine. It is your yeah, time. I'm you, over. you are officially <laughs> captain of the Spectrum Sanctorum. I leave it to you, sir. No worries. Not a problem. And I'm occasionally wrong. I'm securing myself to say that. Let's see how right you are this week, Joe, oh, with another episode <laughs> of Name That Trekker. It's time yes. for Name That Trekker. So, the hell is I just wanted to let people know who has been assigned to whom. So yes, Texas Jason, yes, oh, Texas Jason has Rich R Ricardo Pirone, oh, and Ricardo. Joe has Sarah. It's Joe sorry, has sorry. Sarah Andrews. Sorry. And I have Cosmic Mom. I'm sorry, Cosmic Mom. Please do not <laughs> abandon me. <laughs> All right, let's so let's play the game. Let's play the game. Oh, it's actually started a bit early, guys. Oh, uh, I'll go back. I'll let reset because any every second counts here in this game. Yeah, right? yeah. So we're ready to go, guys. I'm going to press play now and see if you can pick this episode out. Okay. So this is okay. It's forming. We we're getting slowly coming into focus. Remember to yell out "Oi" when you've got the answer. Oi. Oi, oh Jason. God. Is it I'm the perfect a... mate? Correct. Well Yo! done, Jason. Yes! You have oh, for the win. It was. Oh, I was going to hide it. For bonus points, can you name the season and the episode number? Uh, it was season four. Uh -uh. You're right. <laughs> it was He's season five, episode 21. I would have picked with you, Jason, because when I decided to do this, I thought I actually thought it was a season three ep. Mm. And I was shocked I to realize how episode. late it was in the season. Yeah. The I did. I did. I couldn't think of the name. I knew the episode. I couldn't think of the name. Famke Jensen plays in it. She yes. plays the. Oh, she's, oh. Mm. oh Famke Jensen. She was amazing in this episode. Yeah, she plays the perfect she, mate. It was she fantastic. Plays the mate. It, it was actually at that time the perfect mate. <laughs> yeah, it's actually quite a really good. I really enjoyed this episode because I reckon yes. apparently very. Let's congratulate Ricardo Pirone. liked it too because they oh, did it all Ricardo. over again. Yeah. Let's Rick congratulate Rick, Ricardo Pirone. What you didn't realize, David, that's Rick from the channel. Ah. That's Rick from the channel. And yes, guess oh. what, Rick? You're going to be winning two things, Jack and shit. So no. let's move on. Oh. <laughs> Rick, you're going to get an off-the-shelf T-shirt. That's our other show on the channel that Rick and I are doing. And you're gonna yes. That's, oh, that's I mean, Rick, Rick. Rick. Yes. T-shirt, so yeah. go to your closet yes. and grab it. <laughs> And that was another episode, guys, so of... What a stitch-up job. One of the co-hosts wins it. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, guys. You know, we I should have known. better moving forward. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. should have known. I should have recognized the name. I always call him Rick, so I didn't. I apologize. And that's really – you know what I don't have this week, Joe? I don't have a stupid Star Trek question. Oh. It's been a bit lacking. I had a really great one lined up from Nita, which we did last week. Jace gave me one, but I unfortunately didn't get time to kind of put it together. Unless Jason remembers 
what that stupid Star Trek question he put forward was. I don't even remember my kids' names. Why do you yeah. think I would remember that? <laughs> now, nah, nah, I hear you. I and you think me. people in their 70s should have children? Wait, didn't you have a kid? Oh, I did, didn't I? I wonder yeah. where I put it. <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's what this week's stupid Star Trek question is, is why have kids in your 70s? Yeah. Why have kids at all? <laughs> I do have a thought, though. Do you think okay. that Wesley is watching from a higher dimension as Picard and Jack talk going, call him the boy, call him the boy, boy call him the boy? Tell him to shut up. If you know shut Wesley's up, showing up at any time, Picard would have just said, shut up, Wesley. <laughs> would that be the best I, intro I ever? Really, I really, at least once this season, want to hear Picard say, shut up, Jack. Yeah. Yes. That would be cool. That would be very plausible. You know, we'll use this time, Joe, to actually talk about a couple of things I missed talking about on the show. We'll use this as 10 forward. But yeah, yeah, we just turn this into 10 forward because that's the kind of producer I am. The the whole thing you were talking about with Jack and why you were upset, uh, you know, why Picard or Jack doesn't seem to be worried about his relationship with Picard because I think the moment you saw him in the bar, I think that's yes. the moment Jack accepted that he didn't have a father. So at this point with Jack and, and Jean-Louis, I think Jack's like, hey, man, a little too late. Like, yeah. I'm over it. Yeah. I you think, know. though, that, you know, in Picard's defense, when he lacks family of his own, you know, wife, children, da 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 I think that because he didn't have those opportunities, mm. I think that maybe he has learned to accept his reality and yeah. say, you know, the crew is my family. Starfleet is my family. Because, mm. And I think that it was perhaps something that became real to him. And yeah. Jack not really knowing his history um, and how he dedicated first to Starfleet and then everything else was like behind him and coming. The, the big white there. elephant in this room though, Nita is, and let's face it, Picard is so selfish in this season. He's very selfish yeah. in this season. Yeah. And that's what expo- has been exposed in my opinion in his behavior is that he lived a life yes. of pretty well much selfishness. It was all about him and he has to be held accountable to that, not only to Jack, yes, but absolutely. to the survivors of Wolf 359. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree completely. Is, I, is I it really up. selfishness though? Or is it that he has been victimized? Because mm. if you remember, he is the product of a, an abusive household. He yes, he did is. Not choose well, that's to, true. He did not choose to become part of the collective. They took him and violated him against his will and used uh-huh. him as a weapon. Yeah. So this this Picard, for all of his bravado and his heroism and his stories, is at his heart a broken man. He yeah. has led this huge storied man. life, and at the end of it, he is alone and uh-huh. he is in pain. And, and so he's not as sharp I, I, as he used to be, is he? he as we know. Not. And and at the yeah. same time, this is the thing. I I like I I'm gonna say I like Captain Shaw. My opinion of him went up in this episode, but at the mm-hmm. same time, whenever you go up to Captain Picard and point your finger at him and said, You killed ten thousand people at Wolf 359, that to me is almost like victim blaming. Like yeah. Picard it was. was a victim too. 
it uh-huh. was. But I still think it was he had every right to do that because from his perspective, um, and it might be you know, if he'd done his research, he would have gone, Well, Captain Picard went on and saved the galaxy all these other times. One time he turned kind of a villain. But I think that's yeah. also part of trauma <clears throat> was sure he blocked it all out, you yeah. know, in yeah. a way. And so I think it's also I think it's also easy to blame Picard in this perspective. Okay, hear me out. Um he has him and Seven are the only fully integrated boards that were disconnected from the Borg uh, completely and now live, you know, normal lives, right? Yeah. Um, they have never really seen that in anyone else. Anyone they've known that has been assimilated uh, stays assimilated or dies and, you know, gets blown up in battle. They know, they accept that this person has been lost. Now they have to accept that this is a victim of what was going on. And it's, I think, a transition that's really difficult emotionally to do when you're dealing with your own law. To sit there and go, you know, should, how much am I going to give credit to this? Every time I look at this person, I see Locutus. You know, think about it. If you've been a victim of a horrendous um, attack and this person, you got a good look at them, then you meet their identical twin. Are you seeing the twin as an individual separate to that person or do you see the attack that was done on you? It's really hard. I'm not saying it was okay to victim blame, but I think I understand where that pain can lead them to that. So here's I think everyone things. is in pain. So here's two things. With number one, with um, Jack, I think he saw the brow bashing that Picard got from Shaw that kind of opened up a, a place in his heart for Picard. And I thought that was a great bridge to connect the two. Uh, mm-hmm. and that's a good point and for, yeah. And for, um, uh, for Shaw, I get it. You know, he lost a lot of his friends, but John Daroneski in the chat has brought up two great points. And so has Sarah. Yeah, he did. Uh, Picard had to say that to the cadets to like, but, uh, boast him up, but yeah, there's the a point- bit of obligation about what he said, isn't it? Yeah, yeah exactly. So you kind of lift mm-hmm. the spirits up, but this is a good point because Picard lost his family too. Yeah, you of know, course, he, generations. He yeah, generations. generations. Everybody got yeah. everybody got a little roasty. Yeah. Um, and seeing that Jack <laughs> does have a family, it's the crew. So Picard got to see that you know he does have it, like these crew kids, these cadets are like. Picard and Jack extended. is saying that Picard does have a family, and it's the crew exactly. Yeah. And the reason that's also the reason why then Jack has been able to let it go and grieve for the yeah. loss of his father because that happened in that exactly. bar room. That, fu- right. that, that when he looked and asked that yeah. question. Yes, and then this is a good one. Yeah, but how long can you blame Picard? This is not DS9 era when Cisco's loss was recent and we did not understand the Borg as well as what? I don't this know, man. I mean, okay, here's the thing. Here's the, the thing, though. Can, sorry, Nita, before you go on. Yeah. I just want to say... What about people who like Jews who, you know, were in concentration camps in the sixties and seventies, you know, and that's when they started finding a lot of these Nazis and things like that. Yeah. Life altering trauma doesn't go away after a couple doesn't of go years. Away. Uh, yeah. and I don't know if people like that. So I understand what you're trying to say, John, mm-hmm. but I think it's absolutely, he would still have that emotional 
feeling, especially when you're facing the guy that you believe is a monster. Yeah. You know, I, I agree. That's what I was going to say. I, that's what I'm going to say. Trauma is a tree that grows slowly. Um, yeah. And it has yeah. branches. Uh, and sometimes um, you think you've dealt with these branches and outsprings another set of branches. And yeah. trauma is something that really got, and he's dealing with one of the hardest things to overcome, um, and, and, and which is survivor's guilt. It mm. is so embedded in him yeah, yeah. that he is hanging on it because it is what gives him strength to move forward. Now he's faced with who has caused that. And it's so forcing him to now really deal with that. You know, sometimes a person who has been victimized, it takes them years before they say, I'm now ready to deal with what happened to me. And they go through an entire process and then try a journey and they're going, but if they were a victim of X, Y, Z, why are they behaving like that? It's because they were the victims that they're behaving this way. And it takes this journey for them to get to a place where they're ready to um, say, I need healing. Uh, it's sort of like hitting that emotional rock bottom. Uh, yeah. So yeah. I would never put a timeline on Shaw's pain. I can't. All right, let's uh, move it on. Let's okay. Let's yeah, so we get real depressing here. Yeah, let's, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's move on. Anita put on her uh, psychiatry yeah. hat. <laughs> let's move on. Come on. And Sarah Andrew. Yeah. Yeah, this is a Go. great comment because so he did mention the board collective and dismiss them. And said, not them, the other Borg. He's talking about the Borg from season two, the Jarati Borg. The the weird stuff, the weird, as he yeah, called it, which I stuff. thought was was an apt description. The weird yeah, stuff. The weird stuff, yeah. Remember My memory's Girardi? gone blank. I don't remember that. Yeah, whenever Girardi came back and the, the Borg collective joined the Federation. And, right. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All that Sorry. weird stuff. That, yeah. could, that entire season could have been avoided if Girardi would have, at the very first episode, would have gone, you know, hey, it's me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh my goodness. <laughs> Stop firing. No, Turn off the self destruct. Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, what's going on? Let's what's have a with the weird mask. <laughs> um what a great what episode. Uh that was it. That was oh, oh wait, no more comments. Uh show has survivors guilt agreeing with Nita and John agrees with everyone. And uh Nita's right. So you're getting the you're getting the I'm right. The tag makes me. became right. a substitute for charm at one point. How great oh, was that line? Yeah, that was that great. Was yeah. And, and I uh, think that him saying that is an acknowledgement that his pain has made him bitter. I love this. <laughs> it's me. Hi, I'm oh. the Borg. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> That's excellent. That's amazing. Oh, my God. Well, I think that uh, that's going to wrap it up for this week. I think yeah. We've said a lot. We've had a lot to say. We've uh, we've experienced some emotions. We've everybody gone through stop talking. Stop talking. Okay, continue. Is there a ghost? What? Yeah. Hey, hey! Can um, I just point out? She was right. Yes, yeah, Battle was. Cat was right. All right, not you, Cat. No, no, the cat was right. Battle Cat was right. That's right. Yes. Battle Cat was right. Battle, Battle Cat's cat always right. right. I hope that you are available next Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time like you were this week, and you invite your friends over so that they yes. can also win something and name that Trekisode. Yes. Be sure to subscribe to our 
wondrous, wondrous channel, Spectrum Sanctorum, which is the host for this and many other podcasts. Be sure to watch all those podcasts. It's so much fun, and we have so much more to share. We've got Captain's Quadrant, which is what you're watching and what you love and what you're here for. You've got the power of J-Skull, which what you're growing to love and what you should be there for. Looking forward, which ties into what's coming out into the future. One week later, where we look back at something a week after it's come out, and it's spectacular. Behind the Curtain, where we talk to someone behind the scenes of your favorite TV shows or movies. Backtrack Saturday Morning, which is forthcoming. Off the Shelf, which is an amazing show about collections and collectors, and where we give you the moment to speak on what you have and show us what you got. And, of course, our new show that is absolutely stellar. That is called The VHS Vault, where we go back into those wonderful nostalgia throws and give you what you want to see. And that's those horrible, cheesy movies that you thought were amazing. This, you look back, it's that is offensive. I love I am not horrible, They're not horrible. They're great. Aside okay. from one thing, one thing. a okay. couple of the Friday the 13th movies, I have enjoyed every single one, even Ator. Yes. Even Ator? Even Ator. Yes. It was and Swamp fun. Thing. And I love Swamp, Swamp Thing. Yes. Swamp Thing was so good. We, for the some TV reason, we keep running into so Adrian Barbeau on the show. Yeah, we oh, do. There's Adrian Barbeau right there. Yeah. Oh, wow. Six degrees of Adrian Barbeau. Yes. That's, <laughs> right, That's what we should But check it out. It's a great show. We have a lot of fun. It it's, a, it's a fantastic show, and I thank you gentlemen for doing that. Until next time, I wish everyone peace and prosperity. And and prosperity? Really? Yeah. And prosperity. There's something wrong about that, too. Prosperity. Oh, look, prosperity. <laughs> we'll come back just for the pause. We'll come back for the pause. Oh, damn, it's cute. One day it's going to grow up and rip your face off, I think. It, it's already tried. <laughs> yeah.